Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 80, verses 1 through 7. Shepherd of Israel, listen. You, the one who leads Joseph as if he were a sheep. You who are enthroned above the winged heavenly creatures, show yourself before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Wake up your power. Come to save us. Restore us, God. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Lord God of heavenly forces, how long will you fume against your people's prayer? You've fed them bread made of tears. You've given them tears to drink three times over. You've put us at odds with our neighbors. Our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Kings 5, verses 1 through 19. Naaman, a general for the king of Aram, was a great man and highly regarded by his master because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. This man was a mighty warrior, but he had a skin disease. Now Aramean raiding parties had gone out and captured a young girl from the land of Israel. She served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, I wish that my master could come before the prophet who lives in Samaria. He could cure him of his skin disease. So Naaman went and told his master what the young girl from the land of Israel had said. Then Aram's king said, Go ahead. I will send a letter to Israel's king. So Naaman left. He took along ten kikars of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothes. He brought the letter to Israel's king. It read, Along with this letter, I'm sending you my servant Naaman so you can cure him of his skin disease. When the king of Israel read the letter, he ripped his clothes. He said, What? Am I God to hand out death and life? But this king writes me asking me to cure someone of his skin disease. You must realize that he wants to start a fight with me. When Elijah, the man of God, heard the king, the Israel's kings, that Israel's king had ripped his clothes, he sent word to the king. Why did you rip up your clothes? Let the man come to me. Then he'll know that there's a prophet in Israel. Naaman arrived with his horses and chariots. He stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent out a messenger who said, Go and wash seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and become clean. But Naaman went away in anger. He said, I thought for sure that he'd come out, stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the bad spot, and cure the skin disease. Aren't the rivers in Damascus, the Abana, and the Farfpar better than all Israel's waters? Couldn't I wash in them and get clean? So he turned away and proceeded to leave in anger. Naaman's servants came up to him and spoke to him. Our father, if the prophet had told you to do something difficult, wouldn't you have done it? All he said to you was wash and become clean. So Naaman went down and bathed in the Jordan River seven times, just as the man of God had said. His skin was restored like that of a young boy, and he became clean. He returned to the man of God with all his attendants. He came and stood before Elisha, saying, Now I know for certain that there is no God anywhere on earth except in Israel. Please accept a gift from your servant. But Elisha said, I swear by the life of the Lord I serve that I won't accept anything. Naaman urged Elisha to accept something, but he still refused. Then Naaman said, If not, then let me, your servant, 
have two mule loads of earth, your servant will never again offer entirely burned offerings or sacrifices to any other god except the Lord. But may the Lord forgive your servant for this one thing. When my master comes into Rimmon's temple to bow down there and is leaning on my arm, I must also bow down in Rimmon's temple. When I bow down in Rimmon's temple, may the Lord forgive your servant for doing that. Elisha said to him, Go in peace. But when Naaman had gone some distance from Elisha. Today's New Testament reading comes from 1 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 21. You've been filled already. You've become rich already. You rule like kings without us. I wish you did rule so that we could be kings with you. I suppose that God has shown that we apostles are at the end of the line. We are like prisoners sentenced to death because we have become a spectacle in the world, both to angels and to humans. We are fools for Christ, but we are wise through Christ. We are weak, but we are strong. We are honored, you are honored, but we are dishonored. Up to this very moment, we are hungry, thirsty, wearing rags, abused and homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are insulted, we respond with a blessing. When we are harassed, we put up with it. When our reputation is attacked, we are encouraging. We've become the scum of the earth, the waste that runs off everything up to the present time. I'm not writing these things to make you ashamed, but to warn you, since you are my loved ones. You may have 10,000 mentors in Christ, but you don't have many fathers. I gave birth to you in Christ Jesus through the gospel, so I encourage you to follow my example. This is why I've sent Timothy to you. He's my loved and trusted child in the Lord. He'll remind you about my way of life in Christ Jesus. He'll teach the same way as I teach everywhere in every church. Some have become arrogant as if I'm not coming to see you. But if the Lord is willing, I'll come to, so I'll come to you soon. Then I won't focus on what these arrogant people say, but I'll find out what power they possess. God's kingdom isn't about words, but about power. Which do you want? Should I come to you with a big stick to punish you? with love and a gentle spirit. Today's gospel reading comes from Matthew 5, verses 21 through 26. You have heard that it was said to those who lived long ago, don't commit murder, and all who commit murder will be in danger of judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with their brother or sister will be in danger of judgment. If they say to their brother or sister, you idiot, they will be in danger of being condemned by the governing council. And if they say, you fool, they will be in danger of fiery hell. Therefore, if you bring your gifts to the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift at the altar and go. Make first things right with your brother or sister and then come back and offer your gift. Be sure to make friends quickly with your opponents while you are with them on the way to court. Otherwise, they will haul you up before the judge. The judge will turn you over to the officer of the court, and you will be thrown into prison. I say to you in all seriousness that you won't get out of there until you've paid the very last penny. Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. 
When everything around me is shaking I've never been more glad That I put my faith in Jesus Cause he's never let me down He's faithful through generations So why would he fail now? He won't He won't And I've still got joy in chaos I've got peace that makes no sense So I won't be going under I'm not held by my own strength Cause I built my life on Jesus And He's never let me down He's faithful in every season so why would he fail now? He won't. He won't. And he won't fail. He won't fail. He won't. He won't.
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers.
Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 79. We are, after all, your people and the sheep of your very own pasture. We will give you thanks forever, and will proclaim your praises from one generation to the next. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Firm Foundation, or He Won't performed by Riley Fast and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.